Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. Each week, I'll bring you tips and strategies that will energize you as you take small, fun-sized actions to upgrade your mindset and get clarity on who you are and what you truly want. With this, you'll have the freedom to go after your dreams and start reveling in the juicy moments of midlife that make your heart sing. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back because your glory days are just getting started. Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. Today I'm talking about discipline and structure. For many years I thought, you know, I am a disciplined person. I like discipline, but I don't like structure. That's because I thought structure made me feel trapped, like I didn't have any flexibility in my life whenever I had it. But that wasn't actually true. The reason I didn't like structure was because I was using the wrong structure. I was using the old traditional ways of doing things, and that made me feel like I was the round peg trying to fit into the square hole. I know you know what I'm saying because it's happened to all of us at one, one point or the other in our lives, right? Once I discovered what types of structure work best for me, everything fell into place. So today I'll define what structure and discipline are. I'll explain how they coexist beautifully, and I'll give you a few examples on how these two lovelies will help you get your midlife mindset in order so you can start crushing new habits, goals, and just about anything else you set your mind to. All right, so first, let's define each of these words. Discipline. Discipline has gotten a bad rap because most of us view it as a negative thing with lots of rules and rigidity and, and even punishment. Like you are going to be disciplined for your bad behavior. This is the way we view it, but it's not that at all. Discipline is actually one of the nicest things you can do for yourself. And if you think you're not disciplined, I am here to tell you, friend, think again. That's because discipline is internal and it lives inside of us. It's built on your values and what's important to you, and it centers around meaningful activities that benefit you. Things like improving your health, managing your finance as well, things like that. Discipline is a solo activity that you do for yourself, and it helps with achieving your long-term goals when you're creating new habits, and just in general when you're making changes for the better. So that's a quick overview of discipline. Now let's talk a little bit about structure. Structure is a pretty amazing thing too. Children do well with structure because it makes them feel safe and it offers stability. That's exactly the same reason we all need a little structure in our lives to ensure some certainty and some stability in our lives. Structure is external and changes depending on what you're working on. Structure includes things like healthy routines or time blocking on your calendar or setting a timer while you work or using a Kanban board like I talked about in episode 92. These are external activities that we can adjust as we need to. So discipline is internal and it's based on your values and activities that are meaningful to you. Structure is external and includes tools that can change depending on what you're working on. Discipline and structure go hand in hand, and most of us can't have one without the other. For example, you can create structure into your schedule until you are blue in the face. I mean, theoretically, you could structure every single moment of your day. But if you don't have the discipline to carry out the activities, things are going to fizzle out pretty quickly. That's why it's so important for you to know your values and to know what matters to you so you can manage your behavior appropriately. But then on the flip side, you can have a ton of discipline. You can be very clear on what you're doing and where you're going. But if you don't have the right structure in place, it's going to be difficult to get things done consistently and efficiently. 
more than likely your efforts will be hit or miss. So grab something to write with because I'm about to give you a few ideas to help you get your creative juices going as you put some structure around your goals and intentions, around habit creation, and around any activities or tasks that will help you move ahead in midlife. These structures will help you supercharge your discipline and help you create results quickly. And once you start seeing some results, that's going to encourage you to do more and more and more. Pretty soon, achieving goals and creating healthy habits will just be second nature to you. So the first structural element I'm going to talk about here is number one, routines. Create a healthy morning and evening routine. In episode 82, I gave you a few morning routines to try out. I explained why a couple of them didn't even work for me and why one of them is working well for me. So if you haven't heard that episode yet or you need a refresher, check out episode 82 to get some great ideas on setting up your own morning routine. You can create an evening routine too to help you wind down before bed. I'm currently in the midst of creating an evening routine where I journal for 20 minutes before bed. (laughs) Y'all, I have been so off and on and up and down with creating this particular habit that it wasn't until recently that I made a firm decision to aim for five nights a week. And for me, that's four weekday nights and one weekend night. Now I have to tell you, I'm not quite there yet because I'm at two or maybe three times a week at the time of this recording. But the reality is I'm finding it to be quite cathartic and doing a brain dump at the end of the day just helps me sleep better. There you go. There you have it, right? Who doesn't want to sleep better? Setting up healthy routines is one of the simplest ways to put some structure into your life. Number two, time blocking. Time blocking is really simple. All it is, is making an appointment with yourself to do something. I'm not really sure why we have to use all this different terminology like time blocking to do something that's so basic, but that's what it is. Making an appointment with yourself, getting it on the calendar so you can protect that time to get things done. One of the ways I use time blocking is to make sure that I have time to do the things that I love to do. Crazy as it sounds, if I don't do this, if I don't block time on my calendar, it may not get done. And this is for something I love. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I'm just too tired to think I'm able to do it. But the reality is, if it's something that you love to do, enjoy it. Put it on the calendar. For me, it's reading and doing crossword puzzles. For you, it could be a sport like golf or pickleball, or maybe it's water aerobics or listening to music or taking a class or being outside. Whatever it is, if there's something you love to do and you want to do more of it, block out the time on the calendar and protect that time. Number three, batching. Batching is another great way to put some structure into your week. And all it is is grouping similar tasks or activities together. For example, if you have work activities that need a lot of focus and concentration, put yourself on Do Not Disturb for an hour or two and get them all done at one time. Or if you volunteer, set aside an entire day for your volunteer work so you will know that every Wednesday or every Thursday, you're going to be busy volunteering. You can also batch your organization. If you want to batch your organization on a daily basis, plan the next day's activities before you leave your desk at the end of the previous day. Y'all, when I started doing this, I started having a lot fewer surprises when I got to my desk in the morning. Oh my gosh, I used to hate that. (laughs) This is a daily thing for me now. I review my to-dos for the next day and prioritize them accordingly. So the moment I hit my desk, I know exactly what I'm going to do and the order in which I'm going to do it. And our last structure is number four, accountability. 
One of the best structures I have ever used in my life is having an accountability partner. My current partner is Christina and we text every Sunday before midnight. We report in on whether we completed our weekly goals that we had committed to from the previous week. And then we list the intentions that we'll be focusing on for the upcoming week. Y'all, just between you and me, sometimes the only reason anything gets done is because I know that I'm going to have to tell her on Sunday that I didn't get my stuff done. And I don't want to do that. I want to come in with my gold stars. And I don't know. It's just a thing. It it motivates me. That (laughs) That motivates me. And I'm going to encourage you, if something like that motivates you, use it to its fullest advantage. Your job right now is to figure out how you work best. Ask yourself questions. Do you respond well to rewards or consequences? Do you like having time frames to work within, like in time blocking? On Wednesday, I'm going to work on this project from one to three. Does that work well for you? Or do you prefer to set two or three priorities for the day and just make sure they're done before you go to bed that night? You know, and as you do this, you're going to discover that some of these are going to be perfect for you and others aren't going to work at all. So that's the overview on discipline and structure. To recap, Discipline is internal and is based on your values and activities, the things that are meaningful to you. Structure is external and includes tools that can change depending on what you're working on. Discipline and structure go hand in hand and you really can't have one without the other. Four ways to set up structure in your life. Number one, routines. Number two, time blocking. Number three, batching. And number four, accountability. The best way you can use structure to enhance your discipline is to figure out what works best for you. And I got to tell you, there are no right or wrong answers for any of this. The only way you can do it wrong is to not do it at all. So that's it for today. If you're not already an Easy Aging Insider, go to theeasyagingshow.com right now and sign up. I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If this show has helped or encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You'll find directions on how to do this at theeasyagingshow.com. And to connect with other Easy Agers, come on over to my free Facebook group, Easy Aging for the Baby Boomer and Gen X Years. See you there.